Welcome to Making It Happen, a career in the performing arts where we discuss how to break into the performing arts industry for yourself or your child, teen or young adult. Guests include professionals who are passionate and share my vision of helping talented individuals land professional representation and have successful careers in the arts. My name is Lisa Solek and I am the CEO and founder of Making It Happen, a career in the performing arts, having helped hundreds of clients break into the performing arts business on stage in films, television, commercial work, and more. This podcast is supplemental to my groundbreaking online courses, Professional Kids and Teens 101, a primer for parents, and Professional Biz 201 for young adults, college students, and graduates. For more information, check out all the ways you can benefit from my courses, my programs, my free weekly newsletter, and free guides. Go to lbctalent.com. My guest today is Amanda LeCount. Hi. Hello. How are Hi. you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I, I have to share with you. I just finished reading your bio on IMDb. Mm -hmm. And I knew you did a lot of wonderful things, but I had no idea how much. So I'm super excited to talk to you right now. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. And you've been busy, right? Even the last couple of weeks, you've been busy. Yeah, I've been in, um, I was on the East Coast um, shooting something that was pretty exciting for about a month. And then I just got back yesterday. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for jumping into this so quick. Of course. of course. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and the big part of this too, Amanda, is the, um, the journey, you know what I mean? I think yeah. everybody's is different and I'm sure you have, you know, lots of acquaintances and friends and, and even very famous people that you're rubbing elbows with now. And I'm sure their journeys have all been very different as well. And I think it's important that people listen to those and understand that, you know, if, if your child has the grit and the passion and the talent and you connect them to the right people, it, they can make this happen too. So let's start at the beginning. Cool. The when, when did you realize that, that you wanted to be a performer? I mean, was it really young? Yeah, it was very, very young. Um, I come from a family of seven and I'm the youngest. Yeah. Big, very big family. Wow. Okay. <laughs> And uh, my two older sisters were dancing when I was growing up and I would always be at the studio just because my mom was a single mom and I would have to go with them to the studio and whenever music would be playing I'd be bouncing all over the place or I'd be staring through the window it's like to my sisters and I think she just got that sense that I would really enjoy dancing. And so she saw that and took notice and put me in dance and then I just I fell in love with it immediately and um, I just love performing and I love like the energy and I love making people feel something and I just fell in love with it right away so I think I knew I wanted to be a performer when I was like five really it's you know it's so interesting because I've talked to so many people and I've always said if you can and I think there's someone who is probably super you know intellectual who have has said that if you do something you know what if you end if you end up in a career mm -hmm where you are doing what you did when you were four to six years old in play, mm. like playing even, then you can have a happy life. You know, mm. you're going to be doing something that you love and whatever, because it's going to always feel like play, which yeah. sounds like that was the space you were in. I, similarly for me as well. So um, yeah, my story is another story, but we're talking, we're talking about <laughs> you today. I would love I'll to just talk that later. to you. <laughs> we should just have coffee. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, Get a absolutely. cocktail next time I'm in LA. Um, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So now you're really young. You're taking dance training and are you in a major city or are you in, where are you? 
Yeah, so I'm from Colorado originally, and I'm from a place called Fort Collins, which I always say it's a small town, but then people are like, it is not small, like, it is big, but I think it's definitely not a big city. Like it wasn't the hub for dance. Mm -hmm. So um, I went to like two or three studios in my area, but then I kind of uh, decided to branch out a little bit. So I would have to go down. I went to school in Denver because I went to Denver School of the Arts um, to study dance, which was such an like an amazing experience. And I was so lucky to be able to go there um, and go Mm -hmm. to art school. Um, So I go there and then I also started dancing down in Denver. And then at one point I was even going to Colorado Springs (laughs) to dance and then coming back to Fort Collins, which is about a two hour drive or more. So my mom was very dedicated. So shout out to my mom. Um, I'll probably talk about her a lot throughout this because definitely would not be where I am without her. Um, But yeah, I started mostly in my area, but then I kind of had to branch out to get um, what I thought would be the best training for me at that time. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's interesting that you mentioned your mom because it's all about that support system, right? And for her to see that, do you think that she noticed right away that there was something there? I mean, obviously for her to seek out instruction two hours away, right? Mm -hmm. There had to be something that she saw. So it's funny you bring this up because lately I have clients all over the country and on four continents. Mm -hmm. So I have a lot of clients that you know, they're new and they're just coming through and asking questions, but here's been the big question this month. Mm -hmm. Um, this will pass month in January. How do I determine readiness in my child or teen? When are they ready? My goodness, we should have your mother here too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I think, did she notice it or just has she talked about that with you? Yeah, she definitely noticed pretty early. Well, she noticed right away how much I loved it right away like she could tell immediately that I was obsessed with it and probably going to do it for a long time but I think she probably didn't realize until I was around like mm, I would say maybe eight or nine or ten that I wanted to do this like professionally and she was thinking maybe in her head oh this is going to be something that she tries to pursue and it's not just you know a hobby Mm um I would say probably around eight or nine and I think she just got that from again how much I loved it and how passionate I was about it but I also was just very dedicated and I would talk about it all the time if I wasn't at dance I'd be talking about dance I'd be wanting to be at dance um and I think she just knew that it was something I was very passionate about and Mm -hmm. she wanted to support that passion as much as she could and I think she got the sense pretty early on that it was going to be something that I do for a long time yeah it's interesting because so many parents, you know, they have friends and relatives and other people that they don't even know telling their kids that they're talented, whether that be on stage at a school event mm-hmm. um, or on stage at a competition. And yeah. I, I don't think it, it matters so much whether you win a contest or not. And I had a performing arts school for over 40 years myself. Um, I've also done a ton of choreography. I did choreography for Madonna's 2012 wow. World Tour. So awesome. I've done producing and directing. I've done all the things, you know. And the competition is a great way to get up on stage and to hone the craft of performing. Mm -hmm. But I don't really think about the wins as as something that important. I have never thought that way. I don't know if you agree, but did you find that were other people in your life saying, oh, my gosh, like there's something there? Or was it just something between you and your mother? Yeah, um, I think, first of all, I do agree with you with competitions as I mean, I grew up as a competition kid. So I do have you know, a special place for it in my heart. I think it helped me a lot in certain aspects, like you said, but I yeah. do agree that I think there's a lot of um, importance placed on winning in competitions. And like, if you win, then you're going to make it. That is not the case. I know some of the most talented dancers that are working all day, every day now that never won a competition. 
or that never even did competition dance. And a lot of, you know, it, I just think competitions aren't as, um, they aren't a marker for how successful you're going to be in the industry. It's great to win and you should celebrate, of course. Yeah, but just, yeah. I don't think that necessarily means if you don't win, you, you're not going to be successful or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as if like other people um, took notice or just my mom, it was most, well, I would say number one supporter was my mom. And then it was kind of tricky because I had a mix of people with very different opinions. Like some people would say, what are you doing? You're not going to make it like, no, just quit now while you're ahead kind of thing. But then I also had a few teachers along my training that were like, no, you have something very special. And if you just like hone it in and really like go after it, I really think you can be something. So I kind of had a mix and that also kind of made it difficult because I kind of in my head when I was younger, I was like, so what do I believe? Do I, can I make it or are they lying or Mm -hmm. can I not? Or it was just kind of confusing because I had so many mixed Mm -hmm. opinions, Mm -hmm. but I think having my mom being my biggest supporter and she really never doubted me at all. Even when I maybe kind of doubted myself a little bit, Mm -hmm. she was always very reassuring and saying, no, this is what you were born to do. Like you are amazing and you love it. So you should go after it. And I think without that, again, I wouldn't be where I am, but um, there were other people as well. Other teachers that I had growing up. Um, There's um, Jenny. I just love, there's a girl named Jenny who I grew up dancing with in Loveland, which is kind of close to Fort Collins. And she always was amazing to me and she helped me with my training. And now I teach at her studio when I come back to Colorado. So it's a full circle moment. So I had a little bit of a mix of both. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So, okay. So you did the competition thing and then you got to go to performing arts high school. Yes. And then w- did you decide to do a collegiate program? Talk about that and that journey and, and making that decision and how you ended up where you ended up if it was a university program that you chose. Yeah. So um, I went to Denver School of the Arts um, from sixth grade to the beginning of ninth grade. Um, and I decided to do that because I wanted to take my training to the next level. You know, I was dancing outside of school and then I had heard about Denver School of the Arts before. And I honestly didn't even know if I would get in. I was like, I might not get in. It might be a long shot, but let's just try because it'd be a great opportunity, obviously, Mm -hmm. to to be able to dance at school. And then also it's just a great opportunity to to be surrounded by other creatives and other artists. I think it's just a different environment than absolutely non-art school. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got in, I was really excited and I think, um, it was a great experience for me to go through. I think it got me ready for, uh, the professional world because there were mm-hmm. certain things we had to do and everything that definitely, um, ref- like mirror what I have to do now as a professional. Sure. So yeah. I was very grateful for that. And then when I was 13, my mom and I decided to move to California and we decided to move. I was actually supposed to move earlier. But then I kind of chickened out because I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't want to leave my friends. That's friend. so I'm young. Ready. You left You left your home so young to go to Los Angeles. Were you working professionally at that time? The reason I moved to LA and what brought me out was there was a dance career at the time that I got on because this is actually a very funny story. My mom... My mom saw on Facebook that there was this dance crew looking for a dancer, another dancer. And she just saw this randomly on Facebook. It was a producer that posted. And this is in California. And we're all the way in Colorado. And my mom goes, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like DM or message this producer and, mm-hmm. you know, just just pitch you and see, see what happens. And I was like, Mom, you're crazy. You're crazy. Is your is your mom a marketing specialist? She sounds like she might be. Go ahead. No, she's the. I'm very lucky to have her as my mom. She's That's the best. That's so amazing. Um, That's amazing. But she messages her and is like, you, you know, you should look at my daughter. She's awesome. And <laughs> sure enough, neither of us thought it would go anywhere, but they ended up actually putting me on the crew. 
So we would come out to LA every weekend driving from Colorado to do these rehearsals and performances and then go back home so I could make it to school the Monday morning. So we did that for probably like a month or two, which is crazy. And then after that experience, the crew ended up kind of like fizzling out a little bit. But that initially is what brought me to LA so much. And after I got a little taste of that, I was like, oh, wow, I love this Mm -hmm. so much. Like, I want to be around these people that are trying to make it like I am, you know, I want to be around that energy. I want these Mm -hmm. opportunities. And I talked to her and she was on board pretty fast. Like she, she, again, she's never doubted me or anything. Like she's just always said, you know, if I do this, you, you know, you better go after it and work hard. And yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 And within like, probably a month of us talking about it, we were out here. So she quit her job. Uh, She left her other six kids. Now, to be fair, I'm the youngest. So they were all in college or graduated, but still leaving, you know, your kids and the the place, you know, and home is still very scary. And uh, the Mm -hmm. fact that she was willing to take that jump for me was very, Mm -hmm. a very big blessing in my life. So um, then we moved and we moved out here with really nothing. We came with our really old car we had at the time and my two dogs and like two big suitcases and that was it. This is like a Hollywood story. I think they should make a movie about your life. I'm serious. Okay, go People ahead. People keep saying that. I'm like, maybe this one day, great. I love that. This is great. Or you know what? Or write a book, even a yes. children's book or something. You know what I mean? To inspire young artists. That's so cool. Okay, go ahead. I'm excited about the rest of the story. <laughs> um, yeah, then we moved and um, it started a little rocky. I mean, first we moved with really not many friends. I didn't know, I didn't have any connections really to any choreographers. I didn't know what I was going to do. I wasn't signed. I really had nothing. I had no school lined up for where I was going to go to school. Um, we had to find a place to live in like a week. Very high, high stress situation, but we both were willing <laughs> oh to take God. that risk because we believed in, in just my, my dreams so much. Um, and we found a place to live. We found my school and then I ended up getting signed. But one, one story I want to say is probably the first week I lived here, my, my friend at the time and I went to a, a red carpet and it was my first red carpet. So I was very excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I only see this on TV and you know, and sure. like these are real. This is so cool. I get to step on the carpet. Oh my God. And I went on this carpet and then this really famous, um, like fitness person, um, came up to me and in front of everyone, which is probably like 150, 200 people said, Hey, if you want to make it in this industry, you're going to have to lose 20 pounds. And I was 13. And I, oh my I, goodness. I was devastated because I thought I looked so beautiful that day. I was so excited to be there. And, um, you know, even though like, I wasn't a fan of this person, it was still cool to see like a celebrity in person. So I still was like, Oh, wow. Like this person's here. And then for them to come up and say that to me in front of everyone was very um, and this was other in front of people and they could all hear this yeah and so it was very that was really hard and obviously I mean I was 13 so I was bawling and I I ran away I was like I can't be here oh my god um my mom was there so she stepped in and you know if it's one thing about my mom if you say anything bad about her her kids she will (laughs) come right back like a mama bear that's right parents Parents go into protection mode. That's what we're supposed to do. Came out. <laughs> yeah. um, and she said, you know, you know nothing about her. Like, you don't know what she does. You don't know her health. You know nothing about her. So you shouldn't be making any comments or anything like that. Um, and this person goes, oh, well, you need to be a good example for your daughter. To my mom. So wow. pretty much double, double wow. down on what they were saying. And then <laughs> my mom goes, okay, well, when you've had seven kids, you can talk to me. 
this is true. That was a good thing for her to say. I love that. Perfect. Um, so good comeback, was- mom. <laughs> Oh, she's the best with with comebacks. If you come for me, for any of her kids or her, um, but that was a really um, crazy experience because it definitely like opened my eyes to kind of how LA would be. Like I the attitudes, that- you mean? Like the attitudes? You were so I think, young. I think the attitudes and just it's gotten it's gotten better, but just mm-hmm. still at that time and even still now, I'm not going to say it's perfect at all, but just still very based on appearance. And if you don't have the right look, whatever that is, then you're not going to make it. Um, and, and it just got me. It made me realize how, like, for lack of a better word, shallow L.A. would be mm-hmm. and that sure. it would be really hard for me to, to mm-hmm. make it in the industry, no matter how talented I was or how talented I am. There's still going to be people that will never really respect me because of their own ideas of plus size people and how they're not fit or they're unhealthy. There will always be that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely um, made me open my eyes to, oh, wow, there's going to be very, <laughs> very Yeah, hard. this is going to be a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so um, hard at 13. Yeah, it was, it was tricky. And I remember telling her like, I want to go back to Colorado. I'm done. And she was like, no, like this sucks. And she's very good with like, obviously not being like brutal with it, but she'll coddle me, but she won't let, she won't coddle me enough to where she lets me give up. Mm -hmm. Like she'll be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that sucked. I'm so sorry that happened. But then Mm -hmm. after a second, she'll be like, okay, it happened. We can't change it now. Like Mm -hmm. you quitting is not going to do anything, you know, Mm -hmm. like this is what you love to do. So just kind of try to brush it off and and keep doing what Mm -hmm. you. Perfect. Well, you had, you obviously had the passion and the grit and fortitude and all those things, but you had to, you must love the process. Do you know what I mean? Like I always talk with all my clients about, you have to love the process because you're going to be doing so much more of that than you are going to be on stage in a costume. Do you know what I mean? Like that work, that work ethic mixed with the passion, mixed with the love, mixed with that feeling that we get when we're, when we're moving or performing in any way. Was there a time when you realized that, when re- you realized that you had deep inside you something that was burning that other dancers may not have had that were around you at that time? You were so young. Yeah. Um. I think one, even though I'm not saying I'm the only person that has like passion for dance, I'm not saying that, but I just think my, my passion g- went beyond and still does go beyond like, I just love to dance. It's like, it's something so deep in me that is like, I I was born to do this and I can't imagine not doing it. Like it's, it's just, it's almost more than passion. I wish there was a word like higher. Yes. Than like, I totally agree with you. I totally I'm agree with you. And I just can't like, no matter how many times I get knocked down, I, I, I would never quit just because I love it so much. Um, and then also I think what kind of helped me a little bit later, maybe when I was around like nine and older is that I started realizing that a lot of people were not supportive of someone like me trying to make it as a dancer for some reason. They were very offended by me trying to pursue my dreams um, as someone that doesn't have the dancer look again, whatever that Mm -hmm. means. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think I also had that extra push under my passion and my calling that was like, I also want to show people that I can do it. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that I was doing it just to prove people wrong. That's not why I do it, but it, it helps add to like mm-hmm. the flame that, that sure. Keeps me going, sure. is knowing yeah. that people didn't think I could do it and then saying, no, I can. And I'm also going to get to show other people like me 
that they can do it too if they just keep going and if they if they love it and are passionate mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to to going to dance auditions in the LA market. You know, um, obviously LA, and maybe talk a little bit about the LA market for a commercial dancer for someone who wants to be a commercial dancer. And if you honestly could um, define. If you could define a commercial dance, not all parents understand the difference between being a dancer who wants to, you know, do musical theater versus being Mm -hmm. a dancer who wants to do commercial dance. So maybe define that a little bit and then talk about your experiences as a young person. If you were auditioning at that time, like while you're in high school, like what the high school experience was like. Yeah, sure. Um, so commercial dance, um, I'm probably not going to define it perfectly. So don't. (laughs) You're fine. I'll help you. I can help you. (laughs) Um, It's, it's things like music videos, award shows, um, festival performances, tours, going on tour with an artist. That's all commercial dance. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I feel like musical theater is just its own separate world. So anything with like musicals or Broadway, that's all kind of separate from commercial dance. Yes. A lot of people mm-hmm. can go in between both and like do both, <laughs> but they're they're different, different things, different mm-hmm. unions, different people, different processes, I'm sure. Um, I haven't been in the theater world as much, so mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to talk on that because I don't know what sure. I'm talking about. But sure. I would say that's pretty much what commercial is. Yes, um, yeah, for the I most would part. agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as far as my audition process, um, I'm trying to remember what it was like in high school. Um, Were you auditioning in high school, Amanda? Were you already yeah. auditioning for professional things? Yeah, I was auditioning in high school. Um, I Obviously, I started auditioning more when I turned um, 18 because just mm-hmm. there's more opportunities mostly for adults. Yeah. Um, but I was auditioning in high school. And I think um, the auditioning process was pretty good for me I love I actually love auditioning and some people hate it and I completely understand why it is a lot of pressure and it's a little scary sometimes um but I just love performing and I just love when I can I like how do I say this like because now in the world of um COVID and the pandemic there's not as many in-person auditions it's a lot of either you know self-tapes or which is where like they send you a combo and you film it um yourself and then send it to them Um, or it's just direct booked, which is where there's no audition and they just call you because they know you or they've heard of you, things like that. Um, and I miss in-person auditions because I love performing in front of them. And I feel like there's just an energy that you don't get across a video. And so I love in-person auditions because I love, I love connecting with them. Mm -hmm, Um, And I think mm -hmm. that's one of my strengths is I can really connect with whoever I'm performing to or like the audience. Um, and my audition process so I loved auditioning but there were times where I would get cut or one time I remember I went I went to an audition and I didn't even get to dance they cut me before I danced like they did like they typecast they typecasted you out yeah basically which typecasting mm-hmm. is when like they have a certain look in mind or they're looking for certain physical attributes and so they'll just go through people and say like no no thank you or like please stay please stay whatever um just based off of your appearance and that's always really tough because it's hard not to take that personally um because it's just about how you look so it's it's really hard not to get down on yourself about that or feel a little bit self-conscious and mm-hmm. I know there were multiple times where that would happen and I'd be like oh god like here we go like am I ever gonna make it like is mm-hmm. there room for someone like me like um and it caused a lot a little bit of self-doubt um mm-hmm. but after a second I would get back up and go to the next one um but I think for auditions um you kind of have to get used to being judged which kind of 
kind of sucks and isn't the best, but um, I've also had amazing auditions um, that have made me more confident or made me feel better about myself. Um, so it's a mix, but I think auditioning can be a little scary, but I think as long as you go in there and what people always say, different mentors of mine is like, all you can do is go in there and give you, and if they don't want you, at least you can say, well, I gave it, you know, all, and I, mm-hmm. I gave it my all and I was myself. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. if they don't want that, then I wouldn't want to do that job anyway. You know? Absolutely. You know what? I totally agree with you. And, you know, in regard to the typing out, like, I think people who are tall, like I was taller, you know, mm-hmm. t- I was five ten and a half when I was younger. Now, after being older, having three kids, you know, you get a little, you shrink a little bit, but I'm not as tall anymore, but I was five ten and a half. And so, you know, a lot of times you're typed out because you're too tall or you're mm-hmm. typed out because you're too small. Like I have clients who are adults who are under five foot or they're just five feet and they yeah. get typed out because they're not tall enough. So I think it depends on the project, but like, yeah. Right now, my my middle son, Kurt, is in Funny Girl on Broadway, and oh, wow. they, yeah, and they wanted all chorus girl types, you know, like they're looking for, you know, new, new dancers, singer, actresses for the female roles and mm-hmm. in the ensemble, and they need tall. So you kind of yeah. never know what they, what they're looking for sometimes when they yeah. put out a breakdown, you know, you, and honestly, I agree with you that when you go in the room, it also can be, cons- it's like a free class where there are stakes involved, where you're going to work really hard and try really hard and, you know, and, and be the best you on stage that you can be. But I agree with you. I don't, I don't think self-tapes are going away, however. I think that's going to be here forever, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Because I work with many clients who are trying to do the commercial dance thing. I had one that just got signed two days ago. Oh, wow. So we're very excited. Yeah. Just yeah. out of college. And, and uh, I've been mentoring her for quite some time and she just got signed to do commercial dance and film and TV, oh. you know, dance for film and TV. Yeah. Um, but I have clients trying to be actors, singers, dancers, you know, they want to do Broadway, like all of it. So I'm very familiar with that process. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. I like that advice. I think that's really great. So then now you you're going to high school you're auditioning professionally because you're repped and then ultimately did you just continue to work or did you end up going to university what ended up happening yeah so um i got my first big job i would say within like a year and a half i think around that time if i'm not mistaken uh of being signed is when i got my first bigger job and it's sad but i can't (laughs) I can't remember what it was. It's between two things. It was either The Voice, I danced on The Voice, or mm-hmm. I did um, Dancing with the Stars with the Descendants cast. Okay. Um, I think when they did a Disney night. Okay. Um, so those two were some of my first big jobs, and I was so... That must I have mean, been awesome. I was very excited. I was like, oh my gosh, like I finally like booked like a huge like dancing. Yeah, I was so yeah, excited. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I think with dance, um, I don't want to speak on everyone, and I don't want to like give people's hopes up either, but in a lot of in my experience and a lot of people that I know and their experience, once you kind of get the ball rolling, you it gets kind of more consistent. Um, now dance will never be consistent <laughs> or the <laughs> entertainment industry as a, as a whole, you can never really rely on it because it's so like, you never know. Really well, you can't, you know what too, you can't foresee what's coming. That's what I think is hard for people to understand. I mean, once you're in it, you realize that you're going to do more auditioning than you are performing, you know, and it's all about the, you know, continuing the training and doing all the things in between, but there's no way of really knowing what's coming. It's kind of like, you know, somebody who, I don't know what I could even relate it to maybe an emergency room doctor who doesn't know what's going to walk in the door. I mean, that's not really the, it, it's not equated the same way, but that idea of like, you really don't know what's next 
past, you don't know what's coming down the pike. You can't, you can't see that, you know, even if you are represented with an agent or a manager, it's not, it's not part of what their knowledge is either. They might know that something's coming a few months from now or a month from now, but they have no idea what's really there and what's going to happen as far as breakdowns that are right for you that you're going to get to go to. So in commercial dance, what's the window? Like, do you find out the day before, two days before, like give the the listeners a little bit of knowledge in regard to that? Sure. Um, yeah. So I'll just go from audition to if you book it. So typically you do the audition, I would say, it is different for every job, but I would say for most things, the audition is probably like two weeks before the job starts, I would say. Sometimes it's longer before, depending on how big the job is. If it's a bigger job, it'll be before. Um, but I would say that's the typical span of the audition. And then once you get that, probably within like a week, you'll either get like uh, a callback or you'll get put on a veil or um, put on hold, which I mean, callback, obviously there's going to be like a audition part two uh, where you have to come in again, but they cut it down so it's less people and then um avail is checking if you're available for the job so it's kind of like we're thinking about you we're letting you know (laughs) we're thinking of you um and then being put on hold is like a formal um like you have to hold those dates because we're probably gonna book you but it's still not confirmed and then obviously if you book it you book it um but then you find out probably a week after the audition and then um the job happens and then you do the job. But I would say most jobs I do nowadays are probably shorter than a week or two. Most, most jobs are not that long unless it's like you're doing a movie or you're Mm -hmm. doing a TV show long-term or Mm -hmm. things like that or going on tour with an artist. That's another Mm -hmm. like longer job. Mm -hmm. But most Mm -hmm. dance jobs that I do in the commercial industry are shorter than a week ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really, that's really tight. Um, it, it almost equates to the commercial space. Like if you're auditioning for commercials and things like that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. So have you done musical theater? Is that of interest to you? Are you a singer actress also? Cause I was on IMDb. Oh. If anybody wants yeah. to find out lots about Amanda, go to IMDb <laughs> because there's lots of information there. Um, yeah. yeah. So like you, you're a singer too. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, growing up, I did a lot of uh, plays actually so I did so many different um like professional dinner theaters growing up I just really enjoyed that um when I was growing up so I did oh my gosh the amount of the amount of productions <laughs> I did of Annie is crazy um I think I was like every orphan at this point <laughs> oh, no. okay um, but I did Annie a bunch of times I did like Carousel um uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamco. I I did like everything you can imagine. Um, and I love musicals, but then it just got kind of got to the point where I had to narrow it down. If I really, in mm-hmm. my in my experience, I had to narrow it down to, you know, one or two things that I really wanted to pursue. Because growing up, I was kind of the kid that did everything. So I did ice skating, I did horseback riding, I did cheerleading, I did soccer, I did hockey. I wanted to do everything. And then it got to the yeah. point where I was like, okay, you know, this is great that you got to experience everything. Um, but now I kind of need to sure. focus on what I really yeah. want to do. So yeah. I, I started doing um, kind of theater a little bit less as I started to focus more on dance, but mm-hmm. I'm still very passionate about, you know, musical theater and, and singing and acting. And if I ever got the opportunity, I would like love to do, you know, musicals. Um, there was a, an audition recently for Wicked. Um, I think it was the national tour and Broadway. Um, and I went to that and I was like, oh my God, like Wicked is one of my favorite musicals. Oh, that's so <laughs> cool. Um, um, obviously I, I didn't get it or else I wouldn't be talking about it, but, um, it was like still so cool just to be in that, 
environment because I hadn't been in that for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. if I ever got the opportunity, I would love to, you know, do Broadway or mm-hmm. a national tour of something. Yeah. Um, I did the national tour of uh, Wizard of Oz, actually. Um, really? I, I was like, I, I get my ages mixed up all the time. When I was, pro- I was under 10. I was probably like eight or eight or nine yeah that's so so you really you've done so much already because you started so young that's like that's crazy you're so far ahead of your peers you know so um we have to talk about all of the experience you've had as an adult performer it's just magical I honestly had no idea when we when we did the music video um, for everybody listening, Amanda participated in a music video that I was involved in casting, and she ended up part- participating in that. And um, I knew of you. I knew what you know what you had done, kind of like the cream of all of it. But I had no idea the so so. Just maybe talk a little bit about the highlights because there's so sure. much, and <laughs> certainly people would love to hear about what it was like to dance for these major you know we're talking top artists in the industry and i saw you on tv a few times recently too at some award shows so maybe maybe give us a whole kind of rundown of that professional experience as an adult okay yeah i've been very i my first word i always want to say is lucky and i think i i am lucky with certain opportunities but i think it's also important to point out that i did work very hard for it as well so it's deserved but also i am very lucky for the opportunities um, so let's see. Um, I'll start with award shows, I guess. I've done uh the Radio Disney Music Awards, I've done the AMAs, People's Choice Awards, and I've done the Emmys, I've done the Latin AMAs. I think that's it for award shows. And I did them with Zoe Weiss, uh Kelsey Ballerini, um, I mean the Emmys, and then uh Ozuna and Megan Trainer. So those were, and all those were amazing experiences, like um, absolutely fantastic. I think one of my favorites was the AMAs with Zoe, just because um, it was a really powerful performance. The song was called Girls Like Us, um, and it's a very important song for her, and I I love the song as well, and I got a little solo in the um, little performance, and it was just, it was really cool, because I know if I would have seen someone like me, you know, at an award show, like dancing to a song like yes, that. Yes, yes, I could cry. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So that was really exciting. That was one of my favorites. And then for artists, I've done music videos for uh, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. Also, pardon me if I forget some stuff, but I think I think those are my biggest music videos, and those are those are my favorites. Um, Katy Perry, the best. She was very down to earth and so nice. I actually won a contest to win, uh, to get that opportunity. Um, but she came up to me and she knew who I was. I was very surprised. She was like, oh, like I saw all your stuff on Instagram and I loved your video. Like, you're so amazing. I love what you stand for. And I was like, <laughs> I, really, I was like, you even, you, you saw me. Um, so that was amazing. And then Lady Gaga was like, I, I'm still processing that because that was like, a dream come true. I've always loved her and she's one of my favorite like pop stars and I just I love it and that, that, was that has to be that it has to feel a little bit surreal like to be oh. there once you're because you're going through that process of auditioning. So maybe talk about the process of auditioning for Lady mm-hmm. Gaga. Like how did that work? Did you see Lady Gaga? Like I think there's people, you know how you get the layman and I'm sure you run into friends and people who, you know, don't really know the business and I think 
it's important that parents and even young adults who don't really understand how this process works. So maybe talk yeah. about how you got into the audition, either Lady Gaga or Katy Perry, you know, one of whichever one you want to talk about and how you ended up at the audition and, you know, how that process went and how it felt in rehearsal, just to kind of give them a vibe for what that's like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Lady Gaga, so there was an audition for this one, um, an in-person um, audition. This was before COVID hit. It was a few months before. So um, we had an in-person audition. I honestly can't remember if it was closed to agencies or open. I can't remember, but I want to say closed. Um, so, but there was probably, there was still a good amount of people there. I would say there was probably total with girls and guys, maybe like 300, 400 people, pretty big audition. Um, and we went in, we had, we were sent a video of choreo actually, and we were told to get familiar with it before we came in. Cause I don't think they wanted to take as much time as normal teaching it. So they had more time to audition. Mm -hmm. So I saw the combo and I was like, Oh, I love it. This is one of my favorite songs. It was starstruck. I was like, Oh, (laughs) so I was like, this is a dream come true. All the pieces are aligning. There's one of my favorite songs of hers. Like it's going to happen. Um, and I learned the combo. I went in, I was just so excited. And then we did it. We probably went over the combo for like 15 minutes. Then they, uh, he broke it down. Uh, Richie Jackson, her choreographer, uh, he broke it down into groups of, I think five, And then you go, and I want to say, I can't remember if we did it once or twice, but we did it, and then he'll either tell you, thank you, you can go, or um, he'll tell you to stay. And so he actually uh, went to me and was like, where are you from? Like, what, what, where are you from? And I was like, um, I'm from Colorado, but I live here. And he was like, oh, like, you're, you're fantastic. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Um, and then I got asked to stay. And then what they did at the end with everyone that was asked to stay is they took a picture of us with our headshots and then that was it. And then I found out probably like a week or two later that I had booked it and I was freaking, I was like, um, and it was so exciting. And then just being in the room. So Lady Gaga wasn't at the audition, but she was at rehearsals and she is such a hard, like hardworking artist. Like she was in there dancing so much, like going so hard and she cares so much about the art she does. And it was really inspiring to be in the room with her. Cause I was like, oh wow, like this, this is why she's gotten where she's gotten one. She's so talented, but two, just her work ethic and how much she cares mm-hmm. about her art was um, it was next level and she was so sweet to everyone and like hugged all of us and said, thank you for, you know, being here. And she was, she was amazing. Um, and then on uh, shooting, it was so cool. We uh, had to, um, we shot like far away. We shot probably like two hours in the middle of like a desert somewhere. <laughs> um, oh, wow. It was a really cool experience. We had amazing costumes and it, it was just amazing. And to say that I've, I've worked with her is definitely such a a cool thing to say that I honestly never thought I'd be able to. So it was very full circle. Um, And then, yeah. And then other stuff I've done, I'm not going to talk as much about those, but I've done Rihanna's Savage Fenty show three times now, which every time that's insane to me, it's, it's one of my favorite, it's probably one of my favorite jobs I've ever done. Um, I love the message of it. I love the people that do it. I love the show. I love everything about it. Um, and it's always such an empowering experience. And I'm very lucky to be a part of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Little Mermaid Live on a- ABC. I was a mermaid. I was one of Ariel's sisters. Are you so- serious? I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That must have been fun. That was a really cool one because I went as a dancer to audition for a dancer. And then they asked who could sing. And then I sang. And then I what? ended up doing mostly singing. And I was one of Ariel's sisters. We're in the tail, so we can't really... <laughs> dance as much right right 
Um, so that was cool to kind of get to do a singing opportunity. That was really fun. And the cast was amazing on that. And that was such a, just a fun, a fun job that I got to do. Um, and then, yeah, I've done campaigns for American Eagle, Dove, Nike. Um, I've just been able to work with a lot of amazing people and I've gotten a lot of amazing opportunities and I'm excited to see, you know, what, what happens next. And then I just got back from the East coast. I was filming a movie there um for a month which was absolutely fantastic and yeah I'm just excited to see where I'll go next because I as we said we have no idea (laughs) yeah we have no idea exactly but it's so great it seems like you don't have I mean with the amount of work that you've done and you're so young it seems like there probably I'm gonna assume that there wasn't a lot of time in between projects like do you find that sometimes you're having to negotiate because they're rolling over each other yeah that's one thing that kind of um isn't the best about the uh well I don't want to say isn't the best about the industry because you're if you if you're having a hard time picking jobs because they overlap you're very you're very lucky because you know the fact that you have jobs to like choose or mm-hmm. that oh shoot they both want me that's a very good <laughs> a great yeah. problem to have um so there's been a few True times that. I haven't been able to do certain jobs I wanted because they crossed over with another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been multiple times where it's like, I just got done with a job like yesterday. And then two days later, I'm back rehearsing for something else. Mm-hmm. But again, that's like, that is such a, a great thing to have. And um, I love staying busy. And if you're busy, then you're doing something right. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's great. But there have been times where I've had to not do really exciting things because I've been doing something else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I just always say, you know, that opportunity wasn't for me. You know, mm-hmm. I was meant mm-hmm. to be doing something else. And yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm sure you've met some pretty influential people. You mentioned Lady Gaga. Is there mm-hmm. anybody else that you would say has been more influential than others? I mean, you've been everywhere. I, I'm just, I'm looking at the Ellen show, mm-hmm. um, the oh. voice. Um, I know there was an AGT experience. I'm looking mm-hmm. at so many different people, Brian Friedman, um, you were on a cruise, you've done, I mean, I'm just looking at all of this and you're, you're a very high end, you know, social media influencer, which we have to get to also, but was there someone else, anyone else that you felt was a, you know, helped you with, you know, a situation or was a turning point for you or somebody else that you would want to make mention of that, Oh, yeah. Megan Trainer's another one I'm looking at. Oh, she she was amazing. She was um one of the first bigger artists I got to dance for, and it, I I love her, and I really loved her at that time, and still love her now, obviously. But um, that was really cool, um, because I loved her songs, and I would always dance to them, and then getting the opportunity to meet her and dance with her for her Radio Disney performance was amazing, and she is so sweet and just so so appreciative of everyone and. She's just a, like a light in the space, very bright and like happy. And she was amazing. So that was definitely great working with her. And um, one person that I didn't mention, um, I did Coachella with Lizzo. Lizzo was great. Um, I think what she is doing is amazing. And I'm so glad that she's getting the recognition that she deserves. And I just think doing that with her was really empowering for me because it was so great to be on a stage full of other, you know, people that have probably been told you don't have the right look. Um, mm-hmm. So for all of us to be coming together and to put on that show for everyone at Coachella was really amazing. And I think that one was really special to me. And I just, I love her and um, I think she's amazing. And it's definitely helped me through, throughout my journey. Um, but yeah, there's yeah. so many people I could name, but those are, those are the ones that came to mind. Yeah. With um, I'm glad you mentioned Lizzo. Cause I was going to ask about her as well. The um 
I was just so happy she won the Emmy. You know, I, I watched that show. I actually have to share with you that I, I put that her show on and I thought, I don't know if this is going to be, you know, you look at it, it seemed like, is this a reality show? Like, what is this kind of thing? And I could not stop watching. I Mm -hmm. pretty much binge watched that show because it was, she was incredible in the way she handled individuals, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And the process and, you know, having worked in the industry myself, you know, mm-hmm. everyone handles things differently, but certainly yeah. at the top of the industry, everyone is very kind and very supportive and very, and very much about lifting others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I find with parents on more of a local level or sure. a community theater level doesn't always happen. Do you know what I mean? Where once you get into that professional side, do you find you're, you're basically reiterating what what I was thinking um actually I was thinking it as you were talking about all these people that were so kind and nice and lifted you and I think the listener might be thinking oh geez everybody's kind and nice do you know what I mean but it's true like we want to sit here and say at the top of the industry it is true that people are you know wonderful and kind and lifted you know they want to lift you up and I think with Lizzo's show I don't know. I felt that it was just so remarkable how she handled even the one, I don't know. I, I don't want to call, I guess the, the one dancer who didn't really, um, you know, she wasn't bringing the right energy. You know mm-hmm. what? Do you, did you watch the whole series? Yeah, I did watch the whole series and yeah, I thought it was amazing. And I think it, it put, I'm just so happy for all the, the people that were on the show too, all those dancers that were on the show. Cause that's such mm-hmm. a great opportunity for them. And Ugh. it's, it's yep. gotten them so many places and, and yeah. they deserve it. They were fantastic. And I think Lizzo, it's great that she gave them that opportunity and is, is putting a light on them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's never been a show like this at all. Um, so it was, it was really exciting to watch and it was really cool because obviously I, I know, I'm not going to say I know, all those dancers experiences but obviously I can bond with them with mm-hmm. your experiences because we've mm-hmm. had similar ones um as far yeah. as dance um yeah. and it was really cool hearing their story and seeing how they overcame certain things and um just seeing them how the show ended and like just seeing them achieve what they did it was really cool and yeah it was awesome the whole thing was just incredible was amazing. and yeah I think Lizzo did a, an amazing job with how she put everything together and how she handled everything and it was it was great so yeah I, yeah. I love I think she's amazing. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I thought that was a, was an incredible, incredible show, incredible story, incredible. It's just teaching people. You know what I mean? Yeah. About yeah. about all of that and how they 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 need to have their eyes opened a little bit. So, perfect segue. So <laughs> you know where I'm going next. So can you? Yeah, let's talk about. Um, I don't want to not talk about this. Let's talk about your passion and and what you're doing as far as being an influencer and 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 what that means to you and what that means to others and and how people can get connected to that mission and all of it just let's yeah. talk, talk about all that please yeah so um i um i'm very passionate about you know trying to get more inclusion and diversity in dance um but also just the entertainment industry as a whole um just because it is not really inclusive, um, especially for, in my experience, body types. Um, and so I created, um, I have a hashtag that I created about how long has it been now? Like seven, six, seven years ago. I honestly don't know how long it's been because <laughs> I feel like I've had it forever. 
um, but around six or seven years ago, and it's called Hashtag Breaking the Stereotype. And I think people think it's this big, like, dramatic story of me sitting down, like, I need to plot what my... <laughs> what what you know movement I'm gonna create and it really was not um that big of a thing when I initially created it I just made it because I was scrolling through Instagram and I had seen that uh some of the people I follow were using this hashtag that was kind of special for them and I thought oh that's that's really cool like that's a that's a cool idea I want to kind of make a hashtag for me that um kind of summarizes what I'm all about and what I want to achieve with with my career and my message and just who I am and I thought of breaking the stereotype because there are stereotypes that I'm working on breaking <laughs> in the industry. And yeah. um, I just, that's one of my goals with what I do um, is showing people that you don't have to, to fit in again. I, whatever that means, like, I don't know what fit in means. I don't think anyone fits do you in. Think, do you think it's coming from, you know, um, upbringing? Do you think it's, it's something that is just systemic because of how people, what people are used to seeing. Like, let's go back to old Hollywood. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If we go back to, you know, that that time frame and and them wanting, you know, tall female dancers with long legs and tap shoes or high heels. You know, like yeah. like it's. I I think it's not unlike when. And of course, I was a big part of that transition where hip hop became a genre that actually means something that you have to train in that genre, you know, and it was something that people were fighting because they wanted to keep it, you know, a different way. So, you know, I feel like, is it just, we just have to change the mindset of the people who are the writers, the producers, the directors, right? I mean, yeah. I th I think that's where it is. You know, is the writer writing when a writer writes, let's say, a play, a musical, a um, a series for Netflix? There, they have in their heads the idea of the character. This is what I envision the character to look like, right? I do a lot with actors, so they're envisioning what that character is going to look like. So when they go to put the breakdown out it is specific to what they're thinking and I think we need to change their mindset do you know do you know I mean I don't know how do you feel about that idea I definitely think a lot of these issues with inclusion and and diversity and the lack of it comes from what we saw growing up or what I saw growing up and and years and years before that and decades mm -hmm. before that mm -hmm. um, absolutely up, you know we were seeing you know even on magazines that has an impact on how people cast, you know, what we would see on, you know, 17 magazine was not, or like sports illustrated, like that was not inclusive. So no. we just got used to thinking, Oh, that's normal. And that's what's uh, accepted. So if you're not that, then we don't want you like, cause no one wanted to want something that's different for some reason. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. okay. We don't want to be inclusive and diverse. Okay. Um, but I think it just comes from what we saw growing up and, and then people were just going by that and kind of following it as like a, um, like a guide to follow. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. people were scared to do anything other than that or to give people a chance that were different than that. Um, mm -hmm. but I think now I think social media has helped a lot with fighting for, more representation for all all different kinds of people and, and making just the entertainment industry more diverse. I think social media has helped a lot. And that's, again, something that I'm hoping my my page is, is helping with some. And um, I hope that I'm helping people see that 
you can, you know, make it and there is a, a place for you if you just keep keep going. You know, you're going to get knocked down time and time and time again. But if you keep going, there are people that are going to see you and they're going to believe in you and believe in your talent. And um, there have been people like that for me, obviously, no matter how many people doubted me, there's always been that person after that's believed in me and gave, given me the chance. Um, and so it, we are getting better. Like we have definitely taken steps forward. We are not all the way there yet by any means. There's still so much uh, more work that needs to be done, but we have seen improvements. And so I'm, I'm grateful that we're going in the right direction at least. But yeah, so that's what my hashtag is all about is just kind of bringing more awareness um, to, you know, body positivity and just self-love in general and, and showing people that, um, there's not a right body type. There's not a right look to make it. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm fighting to, to, to mm-hmm. show. Yeah. I think you, I think you're doing it. I think you are doing it. You're getting the job done because there's just so many people talking. I don't even know if you realize the people that are talking about you and the people who are inspired by you. Um, yeah. All over the world. You're doing Aww. really great things. Really great things. Yeah. It's just really incredible. Yeah. So, okay. So this is perfect. So, um, can people reach out to you? Like, can you kind of give them an idea of how to connect with you if they'd like to, can they, do you accept like private messaging or direct message and how does that work and, and all of those good things so they can feel like they can connect? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I try to answer my messages as much as I can. Sometimes I miss them or sometimes like, so don't, don't hate me if, if, if somehow your message does like goes unseen. I really try to look at all of them and, and respond. Um, but I do look at my DMs. So my Instagram is a Mandel account. Um, so you can message me on there if you ever, you know, need advice or if you're going through something or if there's a story you want to share with me. Um, I've had multiple times where people have sent me stories. Um, I don't like getting them, unfortunately, because they're stories of people that maybe are having a hard time on their dance team or um, or at school or whatever it may be. And they're just looking for, for someone to kind of help out their friend or, or something. And I always love getting those. Cause it makes me happy knowing that they think they can come, come to me. Um, and so, yeah, I always, I always try to look at my messages, but sometimes it's a lot to go through, but, um, you can always DM me. Um, and I try to look through those. I would say that's probably the best place. Cause okay. that's where I look the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. But... Okay. Awesome. Hey, listen, is there a book in the future? I would love that. My mom and I have talked about that before and we would love, cause there's so many things people don't even know about. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's so, there's so many parts of my, my struggle with my career and just life in general that I don't talk about, um, that, that people would be very surprised to, to hear about. So I definitely mm-hmm. want to do a book at some point. I'm not going to say it's anytime soon, <laughs> but I, I definitely, I definitely want to do that in the future for sure. Yeah, that would be great. Well, congratulations. And thank you so much. This has been so great. Yes, um, thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. I I'm really excited to see where your future goes and I think you're going to do great things and we're going to look forward to the book. Oh, th- <laughs> thank you. I will let you guys know <laughs> when, when it's coming out. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you so much. If you'd like to connect with Amanda and continue to follow her professional journey, follow her on Instagram at Amanda Account. And join me Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Need more information? Visit lbctalent.com. And follow me on socials at lisasolek underscore lbctalent. 
By sharing our stories, we can help other talented individuals land the career of their dreams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please like and subscribe below.